Welcome back to Nights at Nefertiti's with your host, Naram or Nagam. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 47 of Nights at Nefertiti's. Today we are talking all about procrastination. But before we get into the episode, follow or subscribe the podcast on the platforms that it's on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Remy, so you never miss an episode. Rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and now Spotify. If you enjoy the podcast, share it with loved ones and those who you think will enjoy it just as much. Uh, I remember the good old days where I procrastinated, went through a roller coaster of emotions to finish assignments the day before a deadline and just wanted to hide under a rock. College, am I right? Seriously, though, if you have ever procrastinated, have never procrastinated in your life, how does it feel to be like God's favorite? Let me know. Let me know your secrets. Any tips and tricks would be greatly appreciated for the collective group. But really, in all honesty, I struggled hardcore with procrastination in the past. Like assignments were a struggle and a half, but also I think I was going through a lot. Anyway, I don't really deal with it too much now, except when it comes to like phone calls to like make a doctor's appointment or something. Like I said, though, I do know what the struggle feels like. The thing, however, is I was never really procrastinating because I was lazy doing something, but out of being like overwhelmed with things to do. This is until I learned from myself how to fix that and to Take things like step by step rather than looking at like 5 million things at once as I think we all do. And fun fact, I was watching one of those explained uh, like short documentaries on Netflix and they were talking about how there is no one that is 100% like actually good at multitasking. And I think we all lie to ourselves and be like, oh yeah, I'm great at multitasking. What are you talking about? Like, No, apparently no one knows how to actually multitask. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. Now, this episode is more a research heavy one on since there are like a lot of facts about procrastination that I had never thought could be connected to. Like procrastination isn't necessarily like a bad thing like that in itself was like, wow, do tell me more. Like, please tell me I need all the information. So I wanted to share. I'm excited to share the stuff that I learned and I hope this helps you out and you see the value from it. And if you need the tips and tricks, everything will be in the show notes of the episode. Let's first talk about what procrastination is. So its definition is basically delaying a task for a long time. To my sophomore year college Nagam, that is delaying a task until 24 hours before the deadline is basically my definition. So uh, the art of first article we are diving right into is on the Atlantic and it's called Procrastination This, wait, Procrastinate This, Not That by R. Arthur C. Brooks. Right off the bat, he mentions how one study found that 70% of university students procrastinate on their schoolwork. Hi, hello, hey, that's me. And honestly, probably most students at UT the week before Gasparilla or the week of Gasparilla. It was just like this past like two weeks ago. So that's why it's fresh on my mind. But yeah, that's honestly most of us probably 
that were on that study. If you know, you know. The thing is, though, I feel like for a lot of us, procrastinating is kind of like, quote, rite of passage or inevitable, especially during college, university years. There is just so much going on, and I don't think it's 100% physically or honestly mentally possible to not have like a dip in the procrastination pool. Like there is just so much to do from classes to internships. Some people had additional jobs and also managing a social life. Like balance is hard while you are in school. I think any type of school, like high school, college, anything. And it's just a lot on your plate and the building blocks of your life, really. So at least now, if you're like someone who doesn't have kids and has their work and is pretty much single and has a social life, I know that's pretty hard to balance in general. So and but there isn't like heavy, heavy amounts of responsibility on your plate, even though obviously bills and stuff like that add on. But I'm just trying to ignore that part to completely procrastinate. But I mean... It def happens to some people that they end up procrastinating something and sometimes this is okay. Don't stress about it too much because I think that might be extra stress you're adding onto yourself. But I do know what you mean. But Arthur here knows what he's talking about and he says that delaying certain creative, keyword here is creative y'all, a little bit is kind of beneficial for us. So this fact I'm about to say is what freaking made my jaw drop, but I'm exaggerating maybe a little bit. I mean, I am Egyptian, but it completely shocked me. So he mentions uh, Dr. Timothy. I can't pronounce his last name for the life of me, and I don't want to butcher it because I know how it feels like to have your name butchered. Anyway, (laughs) he's going to be mentioned a lot in this episode, so I'm just going to call him Dr. Timothy, he's a psychologist at Carleton University. He says that procrastination isn't a time management issue. It's more of an emotional management issue. Did you anyone know this? Like, is this information like more common? Is it general information? Do more people know about this? Or is this just like news to me? I don't know. But I needed to share this because I feel like it could help so many people. Just like knowing that it's more your emotional regulation rather than your time management skills. Like you might have really good time management skills. So don't underestimate it. Anyway, if I only knew this was the case, it would have helped me so so much back then so come to think of it though it actually makes so much sense because I just told you guys what made me procrastinate things the feeling of being overwhelmed with responsibilities left and right so this really like really hit it for me you know so I just thought I sucked at managing my time in college please tell me this is news to you too though So Dr. Timothy says that people deal with negative thoughts surrounding tasks, things they need to get done. So what do people do? They avoid the task temporarily, which makes a lot of sense, you know? Okay, so when I read this part of the article, I knew I had to include it, but my ancestors between you and me knew a thing or two back then. They had something to do with this. So Adam Grant in his book, or originals I think I was gonna say origins anyway it's called originals 
a little side tangent kind of reminded me of originals from like the spinoff from the vampire diaries if you know i love you anyway so adam grant mentions in ancient egypt my ancestors y'all Procrastination was described with two different words. One denoted laziness. The other meant waiting for the right time. They knew a thing or two. In this view, procrastination could mean that patience of doing a task can be actually beneficial to us. So the way I'm talking, this is my girl Nefertiti. She left me and my fellow Egyptians the key to life and told us, No, honey, you aren't procrastinating. You're just waiting for the right time. And let me tell you, I am taking her advice. Nefertiti knew best. Everyone, she did not have that. Maybe it wasn't like her idea, but like I'm giving her the credit. Sorry. (laughs) Even though it could have been like an ancient Egyptian villager. But I'm giving her the credit here. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. But really, in all seriousness, I think this is so true, especially when it comes to creative tasks like Dr. Timothy mentioned. I know that we have deadlines usually, but in place or like some type of timeline that we need to like get things done. And if we aren't like creating for the sake of just creating The fact is when I take like a day or two to marinate with my thoughts and like what I want to develop in with writing at least, that's when I really produce something I'm proud of. Plus it helps in not like burning out too fast from my own experience. Like back in college when it came to more of like my creative classes, like a storytelling class or like anything that had to do with a lot of heavy writing and creativity based even though I was a political science major so I really was nitpicky when it came to like picking creative classes because I wanted to let those juices flow anyway that's beside the point but we would have like a writing assignment I wouldn't like jump on the computer or with like a pen and paper because sometimes I did that and get into like going at it because that isn't really my flow process either so it makes sense to like delay it for a little bit of time before like really getting into it. So I would take like the assignment, think about it. And within like the next day, maximum, like probably the next night, I would find my flow and just go with it. Then I take like another day to like look at it and fix what I needed fixing. Now I say creative stuff because like I mentioned in the beginning, this honestly was more with the course that I had to take and wasn't like interested 100% is like how I like would like write maybe on the spot you know what I mean when I said about like procrastinating in the beginning of the episode but it would like be more of the things that I didn't necessarily feel like I needed a creative flow even though now I think I've developed a better practice with it because I understand like different concepts so I'm able to be with creative flows more easy rather than like taking all the time that I used to take back in college that's also again beside the point but not like the capacity I did for like creative writing like the flow for my regular classes was a lot different you know I would just like crank out a paper or assignment in a day or like and I generally can only think of maybe like four courses that would like really happen that I would just like crank it out before a deadline sorry professors 
it was the mandatory prerequisite prerequisite courses though that I had to take not that I was interested in taking that I would just like not really care about the creative flow of it anyway like I said beside the point so back to what Dr. Timothy has to say about procrastination being like an emotional focused coping response. He mentions how not only can procrastination make us feel better, but feeling badly undermines our ability to self-regulate. So he suggests we focus on emotional regulation strategies that help reduce those like negative, maybe intrusive thoughts, the anxiety and the stress that leads to us avoiding things like the avoidance that he was mentioning earlier i was listening to the podcast dare to self-care and jen the host had two sisters talking about ocd but they also mentioned something i a hundred percent stand by and i think it's really important when the fact that like reading what dr timothy had to say about it being more emotional than actual time management So one of the sisters was talking from Think Presently on Instagram. She was saying that how in school that we really need to like teach kids from like elementary school and on about our minds. So she is so right about this because I mean, we learn about our bodies to an extent in biology or anatomy, like how our blood flows and and like the cells and everything like that. But we don't really learn much about our minds unless we're able to take a psychology class in high school. I do think it needs to be something integrated from like elementary school too, though. But these are all my thoughts, obviously, because none of this is actually happening in place. But at least to be like more aware when we're kids also. And the mind is complex. I know that. But there are things that when you go to like therapy, you learn and they mention this to like things we learn about in therapy are for everyone not just people with mental illnesses which I think that's why it's kind of important for a lot of people to go to therapy even though it's people might think it's like the stereotype of you're going just to vent your problems but you're actually learning a lot from your therapist as well but yeah that's like my two cents on that but like there are things that would help us evolve so much and understand not only like ourselves better but the people around us and maybe it could lead maybe to more empathy all around like with this whole idea of procrastination being more emotionally focused even though it's like a newer concept like from the past maybe like decade or two it could help our future generations to not blame it on like control issues or time management skills that they're lacking it could help with reaching that emotional regulation to not procrastinate and when you and when like you do that then you know what you need to like focus on other than like what you're putting off so dr timothy believes that anyone can learn to stop procrastinating He believes that. And I believe in you too. And I have all the articles I mentioned and more as always in the show notes of this episode because there is always a place to start and no one is going to push you as much as you truly want the change. So remember that everyone can do their part giving you all the information you need, but the real challenge here is what you decide to do with it on your own, on your own terms. So 
a good place to start after finding out is more about like inform like emotional regulation strategies than like the time management strategies. So Dr. Timothy says to make your focus simple. So remember last episode when we were talking about priorities and I was telling you guys about like how I don't look at like huge goals, like five year plans and stuff like that. I start super, super small. And that kind of reminded me of this because he says to start with like the simple tasks. He mentions that you can ask yourself, what's the next action? Like a simple next step here. So this way you can take your mind off your feelings to easily achieve the action that you're putting off or like the task instead of like sitting down in your bed and watching TikToks for hours because TikTok is a vortex. Let's be real. I don't know if everyone still feels like it's a vortex, but I certainly do. That's why I have like a limit on it. That's like 30 minutes and that locks the screen. You could actually do that in the settings in TikTok, by the way. I think we all fall in like that rabbit hole one time or another. Once you get stuck, honestly, it could be more like Instagram too, generally. Like once you get started, you kind of like finish half the battle. So remember that once you start, you finish half the battle. So try to eliminate your distractions as well. Something I haven't done, but looks like my next like step in is to like being more successful with doing my own tasks is I get pretty distracted pretty easily, but my next step is definitely deleting social media apps for a few days. If I'm like feeling stressed or overwhelmed or like anxious, especially if I got like things to do when I do feel like that or like utilize the focus feature on like Apple products, like on my Mac or my iPhone, you could do that. You could like make sure that there's a either like no access to Instagram until you finish the task or like you set up a, a time frame, I'm sure. Or like you just click on the focus thing that it focuses like, okay, you can use Safari, but you can't use, I don't know what other apps you have. I don't know. But in general, I think that's like a really good alternative too, if you don't want to like delete and reinstall your apps. So there's actually one article that dives into like a simple five-step method on how a self-proclaimed master procrastinator used to beat the issue. And I wanted to say that don't get frustrated if this stuff doesn't work with you because like everything, we are all unique. So one thing might work for one person and not the other. So just be easy on yourself. I'm just giving out like ideas and inspo rather than like actions, but nothing is set in stone. So just remember that I might be saying that more for myself, honestly, since that is how I used to like think of things whenever like I hear podcasts or YouTubers or anyone be like, oh, these are like good ways to do this. I would be like, okay, all of this stuff, I'm doing it, but it's just not working for me and I don't know what to do. So if that's you, just know that don't be hard on yourself. It might not work for you and there might be other things that work for you. So be easy on yourself. So what are these tips? I'll give you a quick summary. The author is Justin Bariso, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Okay, so he starts with just like what Dr. Timothy said, acknowledge the need to change. So pretty much like everything the half 
of the like half of the battle is admitting that you have a problem and wanting to change it so number two he says identify and understanding our feelings just like what we mentioned before he goes on listing three examples of emotions and which ones we haven't talked about is pride which i didn't really think about he says and quote i'm so productive i'll focus on other more urgent things and do this tomorrow as what he gives an example of if you are feeling pride like didn't really think of that one but also i don't really have uh, like reached I, i've never really reached that point either uh, to think that oh i'm so productive like hi <laughs> so yeah i don't know i think uh, the article is definitely worth reading if you want to see if these tips might help you. And they're a good place to like start of like brainstorming ideas of things that you might want to incorporate in your own life. Something I do, and I don't think it'll work for everyone, but it's an idea. If you want it, try it. Go like go for it. I actually list things that I want to do that week on like different days in my planner then I try to focus on completing like the the big thing, the one that's like most time consuming first, then follow it up with like uh, the like smaller tasks, you know. Now, again, this might not work for you. And I know people that actually thrive at doing the opposite, which is focusing on smaller tasks and that like motivates them to do the bigger tasks later on. So maybe that would work with you. I don't know to each their own really so see what works with you and you know go with the flow um anyway now on to recommendations for this week now these aren't going to be product recommendations this week well simply because i haven't really bought anything or tried anything new and I've only mentioned the stuff that I'm really loving that I've used before in past episodes. So if you want to know any other things that I've recommended before, you could check out those episodes. But yeah, so this one goes against everyone that is like a hater to people who rewatch their comfort shows instead of watching like something new. So, so one of my favorite comfort shows, and I say this kind of lightly, honestly, even though like I enjoy it so much to watch this show, it really hits your feels like it could get you really crying and don't judge it by the name. Don't judge a book by its cover, everyone, because it honestly is so good. And I talked about this show in really, really early on episodes, like probably like between the first 10 episodes of this podcast. And it is the Vampire Diaries. Now, hear me out. You really do need to watch it. Forget the fact that it's vampires. The characters, guys. The characters. And even better, the character development in this show is freaking amazing. Now, I'm going to be honest. I, for one, love Nina Dobrev. No, I truly do. But I'm not a fan of Elena. Like, the other characters, though love them like damon enzo bonnie and honestly caroline the development they develop so 
like so much throughout the whole show and it's eight seasons so yeah they like you really go through a roller coaster with these characters and in like such interesting ways anyway i 100 percent recommend this show but make sure you have like a box maybe like five boxes of tissues with you that's my forewarning and honestly something even better about this show is the soundtrack for this show these songs hit so hard the music from this show hits so hard and also whoever is like the music producer that adds the music to like certain scenes they know what they're doing they know what's up they are superior in my eyes because they fit the music perfectly with the scenes honestly what are you doing what are you doing listening to this just just go watch it also hurry since apparently if you're in the u.s it leaves netflix in march and i'm going to cry watch this show or like any comfort show is my recommendation so if this is not a show you're interested in just go watch your comfort show because that's my recommendation especially because i know everyone outside of florida or warmer countries or warmer states honestly is chilly so you have time and if it's rainy you know what to do netflix is your friend I'm not encouraging anything here. (laughs) Okay, so the second thing I'm recommending is calling a friend. I freaking love talking to my friends on the phone. Also, it's because I'm not much of a texter. And when I do, I suck at it so much. Like, I feel bad for any, like, new friendships, relationships that I make because I am terrible. I'm trying to get better. I swear, I'm really, really trying. It's hard. But I love getting to chat with them, especially since I don't see any of my friends because I don't live near any of them and I haven't seen them in a longest time. Anyway, just me getting sappy here. Uh, it'll make your day. It'll make their day. It's just a feel good time all around for everyone. So shout out to Radwa and Rowan for enjoying calls because I know some people don't really like calls, but I love them. And when it comes to like people I miss and love. So yeah, I'm also normal. I hate calling the doctor too. I hate like normal ass phone calls with normal people. I only like calling people I love. So yeah. And yeah, <laughs> that's all I got here. So I hope you guys got some value from this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I wish that your weekends are bright and lovely. And if you are listening to this on the weekdays, I hope you're having a good weekday, resting, relaxing, and being productive. But also, if not, that's okay too. Don't be hard on yourself this week. Enjoy life and do breathing exercises and stay hydrated because water is good. It makes it makes everyone feel so good. And if you don't like water, I don't know. Just try to drink lots of fluids. Okay. All right. I'm rambling on because I don't want to leave, but I got to go. And I want to thank you guys so much for your support. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day or night or evening whenever you're listening to this i will be chatting with you guys very soon bye